Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. So we were having way too much fun. So we had to have Danielle back on again. I hope that you check out the other episode that we did together. She really shares really candidly and just from her heart about her journey of anxiety and depression and how even as a dietitian, she knew that there was a brain gut connection, but until you experience it yourself, you don't even realize how much those two things are are tied together. So today's episode, we are going to go a little bit deeper so that we are leaving you with action steps um, to improve your gut health and everything. So thank you, Danielle, for being back on. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) So when you you told your story, you got the COVID shot, you had 10 months of extreme anxiety and depression. How did you, and then you learned later... I don't think learned, but probably it was clear when you've experienced it in your own body, that brain gut connection. So what did you, what did you start to do to help, help with your gut health after that? Well, uh, so at first I, you know, I, I had to really focus on my mental state and making sure that I, um, you know, took care of myself, put, made myself a priority, Um, I started to journal and take walks in the sunlight, like before, before I would just be very high intensity with exercise and realizing that I really needed to slow down and do things that I enjoy, even if it was, you know, taking some time by myself in 15 minutes and reading, or, you know, um, like I said, journaling, or just making sure I, I did things for myself because that does affect your, your, um, gut microbiome, the good and the bad bacteria. So that was one hear that from a lot of dietitians. Do you think do I hear that? a lot of, yeah. Do you think a lot of dietitians are starting to realize that here you come in for stuff for gut issues and they say to take care of their mental and emotional health. Are we getting there now or not enough? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think in, as you know, dietitians, we learn a lot of the clinical stuff, the lab, you know, the, the diagnosis the food aspect of it, but as far as, um, the mental aspect of it, sure. I'm sure there are dietitians out there that are learning that, but if we're just going to school and that's what we're taking and going with, then there's a lot of things that I was taught that I don't necessarily believe in anymore, but that's just from my own experience and experience with clients and doing my own research. Well, and 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 for me, a lot of people come to me with their kids issues, you know, their kids have tummy aches. Um, they're in the bathroom all of the time and so much of it, you know, I'm not a dietitian or a naturopath. Like I, you know, I have essential oils to help tummies, but, um, I always go to emotions just because I know that I've experienced it myself. Um, so what are some other signs? Oh, go ahead. 
I was going to say, I totally agree with that. My daughter, when she was young, had um, tummy issues all the time. And it, it just, it turned out to be really anxiety that, and which turned out to finding out at some point that she had um, a learning disability and dyslexia, but it took a lot to figure out what was going on with her, but it wasn't physical at all. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and we spend so much time and money going to different doctors and running all of these tests. And then I had a girlfriend once, actually, she took out her like tons of her small organs <laughs> and oh, no. it, was, it ended up being, there was nothing wrong with her. They kept taking things out and it didn't improve. It was just stress from going through a divorce. Wow. It's and it's so like, crazy. how can they not know this? This was only like 10 years ago. How can we yeah. not know this by now that we are so holistic that we, our whole body operates all together. Right. And I think that's one of the things I always say is just from my own experiences, I did all the medical tests and everything came out normal and you walk away like feeling like, what do I do now? So I ended up going to a functional medicine doctor and, and that's when I was able to heal my gut too, you know, besides all the things that I was doing, but um, you kind of have to advocate for yourself because you can't take that and just walk away like, okay, I guess I'm just going to feel like this forever. And Nothing's wrong. <laughs> exactly. So what are some of the other signs of poor gut health? Um, so like besides bloating and there's constipation, it'd be diarrhea, um, sometimes both back and forth. Um, you might feel brain fog, like just very forgetful. I was like that all the time. My husband would be like, are you okay? <laughs> you just told me that yesterday. Or, you know, you asked me that question already. I'm like, I did. I don't remember. Um, it could be weight loss. It could be weight gain. It could be um, not being able to lose weight, which is like weight loss resistance, nutrient deficiencies, malnutrition, because your body can, your gut is an under um, stress or, you know, you have poor gut health or dysbiosis, what they call it, an imbalance in the gut bacteria. Um, then, you know, it can cause your body to not be able to absorb um, vit certain vitamins and minerals as well, or it also can slow down this, your system. So you're actually gaining more weight because you're, you're, um, take, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the word absorbing more calories, proteins, more carbs, more fats, um, because everything's slowed down. And then eventually if, if we kind of let that go and we don't do anything about it, um, then it can lead to things like IBS, colitis, um, Crohn's disease, lots of autoimmune diseases, um, high blood pressure, arthritis, um, and I had a, I had a client actually, it was very interesting. She had colitis. She has, um, had been on a ton of antibiotics as a kid. And that's one way to really kill your microbiome. Yeah. And she had really severe high blood pressure and she was on every medication they gave her. Nothing worked. And she'd go, she came to me for gut health. She's like, maybe it's gut health. Like she was having all these flare ups with her colon, her colitis. And so we worked on her nutrition and she was eating perfectly, like so good, doesn't drink alcohol, you know, no dairy, no gluten, um, lots of fruits and vegetables. And she also couldn't lose weight. So um, I encourage, well, after going to every other doctor who mostly sent her to the ER with the high blood pressure and she'd go to the ER and she's like, nothing you're going to do is going to work. And then like, she was like, the guy laughed at me. He did an IV, didn't work, didn't, nothing changed. And he told her, basically just referred her to a cardiologist, hypertension specialist who told yeah. her 
you gave her a prescription of something she'd already taken and it didn't work. Um, didn't do anything. He told her, you're gonna have a stroke if you don't fix this. And she's like, that's why I'm here. So anyway, she I encouraged her to go to a, a naturopathic doctor. And that's how she, she worked with um, this person for a while and um, improved her gut health. She had a small intestinal bowel overgrowth and, and some adrenal stuff going on. And her blood pressure is normal without medication. And she's starting to lose weight finally. But it took all of that for her to get there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I just hope that the worlds collide a little bit more and that we can get to the bottom of it because, <clears throat> you know, when I first got into essential oils, it was really to boost, it was for green cleaning, but then it was to boost the immune system because all of my friends had chronic ear infection children and they were always sick. And that's all that I knew about health is that if you took antibiotics all the time, you were going to destroy your gut. That was like, it's all that I knew, but in a way it's almost all I needed to know mm-hmm. because yeah. it kept me with my own children, just not pumping them full of medicines and their immune systems have just been amazing their whole lives. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's so sad. So what can you do? Um, I don't know if this is, if this is more of a case by case basis, but what can you do, especially for someone who's been on antibiotics so much and, and that, are there just some basic, is there anything with food or is it all a probiotic or do you have to do a full cleanse? Is it? Um, I, I mean, it's basically getting a variety of um, diverse bacteria in your gut. So, you know, including the pro- probiotics and the prebiotics. So the probiotics are the good bacteria itself. Um, and if they're found in like fermented foods, like plain Greek yogurt, um, kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, um, kombucha, which I always say wrong, miso. And then also the prebiotics, which is the food, the foods that we can't digest, but our gut bacteria can. So it feeds the probiotics. So um, things like garlic, onions, leeks, um, bananas, asparagus, um, things like that. And if you feel like you're eating those foods and you, you have more gut issues, then there's something else going on. Um, that needs to be addressed. And that's when I would really go to like a, um, a naturopathic doctor, I mean, and get tested for SIBO because SIBO is so common. I think they say it's like 95% of people have it. And it's basically just that overgrowth in your small intestine. Typically it's in your colon. It goes up to, to your small intestine and that needs to be fixed. Cause if that's not fixed, it will lead to all types of chronic disease. And, um, a doctor, a medical doctor may not recommend it, as a test, the test is a breath test. It tests methane and hydrogen. And, um, and then once you know that I would not recommend doing antibiotics, but I would recommend herbal antibiotics, which is probably why you want to go to a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor, because the antibiotics, it's very, I've seen it in, in a, a client who had come to me, she was on like, I don't know, six different antibiotics for SIBO. And it kept coming back every time because it's just killing all your bacteria and it just doesn't work. So that those are definitely things I would recommend. Try the pre and probiotics, make sure that you have it in your diet. If you do have issues with it or still have, you know, um, symptoms, then go see a naturopath or functional medicine doctor. Of course, go to your medical doctor and see if ev- medically everything is fine first, but mm-hmm. then do yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. So your mental health, getting those healthy gut foods, 
Um, what are other just practical steps that people can do to improve their gut health? Anything? Um, what's that? Besides the mental health stuff and the foods, is there anything else? Hmm. Good question. Those I do have one, one other thing for food, but and that's okay. basically processed foods have tons of chemicals and additives. And so looking at not just the nutrition label, but the ingredient list. And um, if there's like three to five ingredients or more than three to five ingredients and ones you don't recognize, it just means your body's probably not going to recognize them either. Um, and if there's foods or ingredients that you don't recognize, look it up. I will tell you nine times out of 10, it'll say it has some sort of gut, um, disruption. So that is something I would definitely recommend as well. And, you know, yes, the mental self, the self-care, of course, like we talked about before is, um, it's super important just finding time to find that peace in your day. So, um, that carries over to your mental health and your physical health, because, you know, your mental health affects your gut health. So those are the things that I would suggest. Of course, you know, there's like cutting down on alcohol and exercise, and there's lots of things you can do, but I would say those are the, the main ones. The main ones. What are just the worst inflammatory foods? Do you have any off the top of your head? Um, well, let's see. So oils such or as <laughs> what's that? or ingredients, whichever, <laughs> um, I have a whole huge list of ingredients. I can't pronounce that are not good for your, your gut, but I would say, um, for most people that, that, you know, would make sense to them is the inflammatory oils, like stay away from canola oil, soybean oil, anything we made with those, um, uh, sunflower oil, look for more olive, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, and you can do high oleic sunflower oil. It's just processed in a different way. It's not processed with high heat. So mm -hmm. no sunflower oil. Yes. High oleic sunflower oil. Um, those are the main ones. And then also like the flowers, try to go more for like almond flowers or cassava flour, um, versus, uh, the, um, wheat flour or white flour, all purpose flour. There's, those are going to be very highly inflammatory, you know, and wheat has gluten, which is causes all kinds of havoc on our gut. Um, that's what I'd recommend for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that is. And there's so many more options now. It's so much easier to shop than it used to be, you know, yes. my cooking spray is coconut oil and it, there's just, it's so much easier now I feel like than it used to be. Definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. So anything else that you want to leave them with? Um, how can question. they find you? How can they work with you? <laughs> okay, great. Yes. So you can find me at, on Instagram at Danielle underscore dietitian, uh, Facebook. I'm Danielle Rose Emmons, um, LinkedIn, Danielle Emmons, RDN. And, um, I work with clients one-on-one -on -one and I work with them for, they typically people come for me for weight loss, but it's so much more than that. It's I was health first, weight loss second, when you focus on your health and, and, you know, taking away these inflammatory foods and, um, finding ways for self-care that work for you, things that you enjoy, um, working on sleep, water intake, all these things, like they're all combined, um, is how you're going to create the best, you know, environment for your gut 
and your health and, uh, and the weight loss just follows if that's something that you, that you even want. But yeah, that's how I work with people, accountability, support, one-on-one nutrition, all of it. <laughs> awesome. Do you, um, do meal plans with people or just kind of teach them the things to avoid or, and to eat? I hate meal plans. I'll be honest. Anytime someone's asked me to do a meal plan, I will do it just to prove they will not follow it because it is so unrealistic to do that. Um, so I work with them like where I meet people where they're at. So I look at what, you know, what, um, they're actually eating, no matter what it is. I always say, like, I don't care if you're eating three Snicker bars a day, let's start there. We'll cut it down and then we'll go from there. So we just make very small, um, achievable goals each week. And, um, and over time, they're just kind of learning and, and, and swapping things out and think some things stick and some things don't. And so I do work with people over a six month period because I feel like it gives them that time to not feel like they they have to do it all at once. And it's just not realistic that way. And and then it, and then eventually it becomes their norm and they have that support and accountability the whole way. Um, so by the time they're they're done working with me, they they're on their own. It's like riding a bike. You take off your training wheels and and you're off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are what we eat and we're either fighting disease or fueling disease. So it's so important, the work that you do. And I appreciate um, both of the episodes that you did here. So check out her other one if you want to hear more of her story. And, um, and this one was really great gut health information. So we will talk again soon. It was so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really, I really uh, loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well Podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also, subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the well.